Family physicians need help now. And that's why Alberta's government will provide $200 million of stabilization funding through the Canada-Alberta Health Funding Agreement to bridge this gap until a new model is in place. These programs and initiatives will roll out in the new year. Hey, good morning, friends. Welcome aboard. Rob Breckenridge in for Shea Ganim. Happy Friday. Almost made it through the week. Almost made it to the Christmas weekend. Uh, but we got a lot to get to over the next three hours here this morning, including your phone calls at 403-974-8255-780-496-0063. That voice you just heard, of course, that of Premier Danielle Smith. An announcement yesterday with the Premier, the Health Minister, and the head of the Alberta Medical Association. Uh, additional steps being taken to try to stabilize funding for primary care in Alberta. This has been a real source of pressure and concern in the healthcare system. Not enough Albertans having access to primary care, having access to a family doctor. So $200 million is the announcement. And the Premier talked about how this will help family physicians run their clinics as we look at some longer-term changes uh, to the system. This was Health Minister Adriana LaGrange yesterday. We continue to work closely with the AMA on details surrounding the stabilization funding, and I'm confident we will be able to finalize this early in the new year. And again, I also want to echo my thanks to Dr. Parks and his team for, uh, for their collaborative uh, work in this area. So good to hear, I guess, the Health Minister describing a collaborative approach with doctors. We've certainly had uh, maybe... The opposite of that, or certainly some tension uh, over the past few years. But some steps being taken to address this side of health care. Uh, joining us on the line here this morning, as mentioned, the third participant at uh, that press conference yesterday, uh, Dr. Paul Parks is an emergency room physician of medicine. Hat. He is the president of the Alberta Medical Association. Dr. Parks, good to have you with us here. Welcome to the program. Good morning. All right. So how significant uh, is this announcement, first of all? Well, this is huge. Uh, you know, this is a... I mean, $200 million is a first step to stabilize primary care. That's a massive investment. It's huge. We should be celebrating it. And, and then I just would reinforce we have a commitment behind that, that this isn't the end of it. It's going to be, this is, a, this is a stabilization. Keep the offices and the doctors and the practices we have right now so they can keep seeing Albertans. And, and, then, and then we're going to do really quickly the next steps to, to bolster it more, build the teams around it, and, and then, you know, ultimately recruit more and get all Albertans a family physician at some point. Well, elaborate then on, on those points then. So wh- where's this $200 million going to go? So the first step is, uh, I mean, it's broken up over a bit of time, but we're going to, the minister's committed to actual real money uh, going to clinics, going to physicians early in the new year. I'm hoping even before the end of January is out. Uh, and the point of that money is literally... Uh, to keep these small businesses open. I mean, it sounds a bit weird to call a family physician office a small business, but that's what they are. They, they Right now in Alberta, they're struggling to pay their staff, pay their costs, pay their overhead. And, and there are many physicians out there that as I've been going around, have been contacting me that they're, they're literally on the brink of deciding, do I sign my lease in January 1 and keep being a full practice family physician? Or do I give up on that and do something else because of the pressure? So this money is designed to to stabilize that so that then we can go into the next phase two and phase three. What's causing that pressure? Uh, a couple things. So, you know, in, uh, so uh, one, inflation, no, no question about it. The cost of, our, of running businesses have just gone up. But, but here's the thing, uh, you know, in businesses, you can raise your prices, you can change them, you can do things. And I'm not saying we should do that in medicine, but, but the family physician fees have not changed for over 
10 years. Mm -hmm. And about three, four years ago, Mr. Shandro made unilateral cuts that were devastating to primary care. And, and we just have not recovered from this. So it's literally at a point right now where, you know, just for me to break it down as simple as you want, uh, as I can, if a family physician were to see 40, 40 patients in a day and the amount of fees that they get for seeing those patients isn't enough to keep their business going. That, that's the pressures we're looking at right now. It isn't enough to pay for their overhead, pay for their staff, pay for their, all the, all the equipment they use, uh, and then of course give themselves, uh, you know, a living wage as well. So that's, that's how critical it's gotten for primary care. They're the lowest paid specialists in, of all family, of all physicians. Mm -hmm. uh, they're the lowest paid as well. So we, we have to crack this so that we put emphasis and priority on primary care and okay. family physicians. Right. So this is about ensuring that we maintain what we already have. And I know there's the bigger challenge uh, of trying to, to recruit more doctors to Alberta to grow the availability of family physicians. That would be the next step, I guess. Correct, correct. So if we, if we correct this, first is just stabilize, then really quickly, the more funding to go into transition to the third phase, which is, we are gonna, you know, transform how we pay physicians. So it isn't just one, one in county, you get one problem and, and the doctor gets $30. It's gonna be, they have a panel of patients that they care for, that they get funding that is a flat rate, plus then they get some more funding for how many patients they see, plus they get some funding for all the administrative time. And it's a new way of funding family physicians. And, and here's the thing that I think Albertans wanna hear is, That'll change the narrative immediately here, Rob, where, where we don't, right now, students, residents, new doctors don't want to practice in Alberta. It's not, it's not a place to come. We don't have an Alberta advantage. Uh, we've really lost it. We have an Alberta disadvantage right now. And so this will allow us to turn that around. Uh, and this will allow us to uh, do two things that will help primary care. One, stabilize those practices so we can build teams around it so each practice can see more patients. And two, allow us to recruit new new physicians uh, into Alberta so that we can build more teams around them and we can bolster primary care. Now, this is $200 million over two years. Uh, wh when are we going to start to see this money? And I guess for doctors, I mean, are, are they going to have to apply to receive some of this or, or how will that be allocated? So those are the last couple details that we're trying to work out specifically with the minister. Uh, and again, I've been probably driving her and her team pretty crazy saying, let's get this done ASAP and get the money for stabilization. Like, if you think about it, if someone's on the brink of the edge of the cliff, you need to pull them back right now so they don't fall over. Because once they fall off the cliff, it's a whole different story. So, so I'm hoping that the first amount of money and checks and stabilization will actually get out to every family physician in Alberta that has a panel of, of a certain size. Uh, patients, and when they say panel, it means they're they're taking care of like on a long term, you know, relationship based kind of care with patients. That once once we agree with the minister of what that number looks like, uh, what what is the exact size of a panel to qualify? We're literally going to just try to get checks to these do these doctors and offices as quick as we can as the first step, and then the second hundred million. That's where we need to kind of you know, negotiate and try to, we'll push for it to come faster and it'll just, it'll depend on, on how the, the government can get the money. So we're just trying to really work out those last, those last little details really quickly right now. Right. I know none of this was meant to specifically address acute care. I, I know there is a 
a concern or at least a possible link, right, where people don't have access to family doctors, they end up using urgent care or emergency. But there's tremendous pressure right now uh, in emergency rooms, and I know you can speak to that firsthand. I mean, what, what are we seeing right now? Oh, unprecedented volumes and pressures on the acute care side, too. So, yeah, I, you know, I, I again, because healthcare is so complex, sometimes they, you know, I'm an emerge physician, so we like to break things down into simple, simple chunks. And I'll tell you, there, there is the primary care side. It's really critical that we get that right, so we keep people healthy. Uh, but on the on the sick side and on the you know acutely ill side, we are going to have to do some serious work in the hospitals as well. Because uh, yes, keeping people healthy is a long term goal that and, and bolstering primary care will help that. But uh, for people having heart attacks, strokes, the really severe respiratory illnesses we're seeing, cancers, all those things where people need hospitals and they need really specialized care, uh, we're really struggling on the capacity side there and on the after hours uh kind of access and so so we we need to concurrently focus on both these problems and so of course uh you know we're going to government with with big asks and 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 i would say that some of this has been building up for more than 10 or 15 years and unfortunately we're just at a critical pinch point now that where we we can't ignore it any longer we must deal with it or or people people will die We'll leave it there for now. Dr. Parks, appreciate you making some time for us here this morning. Thanks so much for the update.